best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime with our salary caps on, Nate Green. You like that? See what I did there? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I'm I'm doing well, Jared. I I mean, this is a crazy winter meet. It's been a, a really fun week. I think that everyone always talks about, you know, ML, MLB compared to the NFL and the NBA, how fast some of those deals get done and how the MLB is very slow in their offseason. I think you know, it's fun to see the MLB get going and, and have a week like this where it's like all these big name guys are going and it's a lot of deals in very short amount of time. It's fun. Yes. Oh, I, I like it. Um, I definitely wish the whole off season was like this, but I do like, since you're going to bring that up, I like the way the baseball off season is. I really I do. do. I think, you know, like NFL, the NBA, 
they just start throwing money in different places. And I, I don't like that. I think, I think the, uh, the MLB is a little more strategic with stuff and it gives you more time to think about it. Cause like today I want Dansby Swanson tomorrow. I might want Fernando Tatis or I might want, you know, somebody else, you, you get what I'm saying? Like it gives you options, time to think about it. Everything happens at the beginning and it's like, well, you know, this, 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 and it gives you, you get options. And yeah, I, I, I like the way they, the, the angels, but I like the way baseball offseason is. Um, yeah. More and so. it works for everyone too. It gives them like an opportunity. Like if I want to make a trade, I can make a trade and really get the best value out of a guy instead That's- of like, Hey, I've got to get this done because I'm signing this guy and this guy needs to be out the door within, you know, two minutes of this signing or whatever. So I, I really like how this works. And, but, but I do love this week because you get a lot to talk about and a lot of guys sign all these agents doing a great job. So yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. A lot of stuff you have draft, which uh, I think we're going to try to cover rule five draft. Uh, I mean, stories always coming out. You had huge signings this week and I mean, let's just jump right into it. I mean, we're taught we're recording this uh what an hour or so after the Mets went out and spent another what 30 million dollars this year technically and then obviously they spend they'll they'll spend more on on Nemo down the road but uh they signed two more two more players I think their salary the uh the tax is I don't even know what's called CBO whatever whatever you want to call it it's getting close to uh their AAV is getting close to 320 probably 330 million now if I'm I know not he mistaken. passed the Steve Cohen tax. Like that was the joke of it. They called it the Steve Cohen tax. If you got to ninety percent, and he has passed that now, so it's unbelievable. It's interesting on how much money he's willing to spend to win, and you know, I mean, that's something you want out of, out of an owner. But like, it's kind of getting laughable. Where it's like, okay, if you can't win with what you've spent, then like you need to reevaluate the way you do things. Does it make it less fun if the Mets win this year? Like that's kind of a stupid question. Like you no. want to go win a World Series and everything, but I mean, if the Mets go out and spend five hundred million dollars to to build a team and they go to the World Series, like I don't know, does it make it less fun when Alabama wins it in football? Like no, it, because... it did after it did after they won their uh, what fourth fifth. I, uh, I don't time. think it makes it less fun because everyone's going to want to give their their ace to the Mets. Like any chance they get to to face whoever it is is best guy, like the Mets are going to have to face everyone's best guy because it's going to be one of those things where it's like, we want to beat the Mets just because we know how much money they spend and we want to make sure they don't win. So no, I I think it makes it more fun because then everyone's got that big target on the Mets back. And you know, those teams don't traditionally win either, which is awesome. Like that just shows how, how hard it is to win because the teams who spend the most money don't always win. um, Just ask the Dodgers. Yeah, and, and and good for Billy. I love Billy. I've always been a Billy supporter. I think everybody that shows knows. Uh, you know, tip the cap to Billy Epler and staff over there, what they have going on. Uh, well deserved, well, well deserved. Um, and it definitely feels like no, I think we can end Mets talk uh yeah. right now. Definitely feels like we uh we might be seeing this in the very near future with the Angels, but we will see, of course, as time goes on and see what exactly exactly happens there with the Angels sale. So uh on to more news. I asked this on Twitter. I'll ask you here. It's an interesting talking point. I don't think it happens, but it's still fun to talk about it because you never know what's gonna happen. Uh Padres went out and signed a short uh, a shortstop, another one by the way. They have in a sense a surplus of short stops, nothing crazy. You can put Tati somewhere else. But the Tatis contract becomes very, very interesting because 
you can't, you cannot, cannot, cannot lose one Soto, especially after the package that you gave up. You have to go extend him, I think. Um, so I, I don't know if they have enough. Would you ever go take on Fernando Tatis's contract? Because I personally don't think it would take all that much. It's not going to take an arm and a leg. It's not going to be this, uh, the Juan Soto uh, the trade package or anything like that. I think that it's a fairly manageable package. I don't think it happens, but it's always fun to talk about. So would you take on the Fernando Tatis contract and put him at shortstop for the Angels? The the, the worst part about this is I don't think he's that good of a shortstop. Me neither. Um, but. That's the funny thing. Like That's why the, the Padres went out and did this, because he was not very good defensively, and they're like, you know what? Um, we keep you on the field. We keep you healthy if you play a corner outfield spot. It makes us better if Soto plays left field. It makes us better if you play right field. Um, so that is the biggest thing biggest problem I have with the Tatis trade would be like, can he actually play shortstop every day? I, I don't know. Like he's not healthy and he led major league baseball in errors and he played like 130 games. It, it was a rough year. You're bringing in um, errors on me. No, Z- oh, UZR, no defensive no, no. run save. No, you're just going to go. No, straight because the, the, mm. the amount of errors were so absurd and they weren't like ground balls at him that he missed, like that he didn't feel. It was all throwing errors. Like it was throwing over the first baseman's head, one hop in the first baseman, like all those kind of errors. And those errors are like actual errors. It's not like, oh, he, you know, he booted a ball going up the middle and, you know, maybe one shortstop in the league makes that play. Like, no, these were very, very easy, easy plays for him to make. So, that's my biggest concern. I think it costs more than you think. I know we've kind of talked about this. I think the Padres are going to want somebody. They're going to want a starting pitcher in return that can pitch this year. They're going to want a, they're going to want one or two young pieces. And then they might even ask for like a Joe Adele and they, they could use another outfielder. They could use another DH type of guy and Joe Adele would kind of fit that mold. Um, they're going to want like a Suarez. I, I think Detmers or Sandoval would be off the table if you, if you're talking to Perry, but maybe they could convince, you know, a Suarez, Adele, Errol Vera and someone else type of package, which I think is a lot when you're trying to build the depth that we are like, but the one thing that I like about the trade is Fernando Tatis right now, you know, what his value is. It's $24 million, which if he becomes a free agent in three years, which his contract is for 12 more years or something like that. So he won't become a free agent, but if he did, he's getting $35 million. So his contract right now is a bargain. So that is the one nice thing about it is the bargain with it. But can he play shorts off? I know he thinks he can. I know he wants to, but does he do more harm than good for you playing shortstop is the only thing that I really would would think long and hard about before making that move. So then Mike Trout's replacement in center field. That's going to piss some people off that I just said that. But 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 you got to start possibly thinking about it, maybe moving Trout to right field at some point. I know it's maybe a year, two, three years down the road, but it's it'll happen eventually. It's going to happen. Um, it, and it, it, it makes him more valuable. I know we've talked about this before. So he yeah. could be Trout's but- replacement in center field but I don't know if that's really the way I want to go about things right now. Like the biggest need is shortstop. Like there's no reason to trade for a guy who's $24 million going to play shortstop and then be like, ah, you know, like he's probably not a shortstop. We're going to move him. It's like, 
he's going to do the same thing that he's doing to San Diego right now, where it's like, I don't want to play the outfield. I am a shortstop. My dad was a shortstop. I want to play shortstop, all these things. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be the issue of like, even trying to move him to the outfield is like, you could have a, a very angry guy in the clubhouse and, and talking with everyone saying I'm a shortstop and I should be playing shortstop. So that's the only issue I have with it. Um, is can he actually play the position good enough to benefit the angels? Because with the way the shift and everything's working right now, you you've got to be able to pick it. You've got to be able to play defense. We know he'll put up a good WRC plus, but like you need a short, like the angels desperately need a shortstop. We cannot go into the year with David Fletcher, Gio Urshela, and, and hope Levon Soto is, is what he was the last, what, two and a half weeks. Like we've seen enough of Levon Soto that like, even his hard contact rate was was one of the lowest in of, of on the team during his period. Like, yeah, he he was hitting really good. His average was great, but like his hard contact rate was not good. His average exit velo was not great. There are things that that's that scream regression with the way that he hit. And you know, I hope he plays well. I hope I hope that if he gets the chance to play, that he plays out of his mind. But the numbers would tell you that he's not going to play even close to where he was for that two and a half weeks that he was in the big leagues, three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And again, hypothetical, I don't think San Diego is going out actively shopping Fernando Tatis Jr., but weirder things have definitely happened. You never know down the road either what happens if they end up wanting to sign Juan Soto. So it could definitely be an option, to be honest. Uh, And I don't think it would cost all that much at the moment. I think down the road probably, but at the moment, there's a lot of question marks with Tatis. This brings up more interesting questions. We saw Bogarts get the big deal in San Diego. We already talked about that. 11 for two, 275, I think, 25 a year. Uh, more years than we were expecting. Same AAV-ish that you were expecting. I thought he was going to get a little bit more closer to that $30 million range. Um, we saw Turner get, what, 27.5? I think a year. I think. Yep, 28.5, something like that. He, he got under what we thought he was going to get yeah. as well. So... Yes, this screams, you know, angels watch out in this market. However, is it fair to say that this might actually help out the angels a little bit? When you're looking at AAV, I mean, we and and even keeping Shohei Otani too, if that's what everybody wants. I don't know what the plan is with new ownership or anything like that. And I know you and I don't think that it is possible to build a team around Otani. I think we do think it's possible to win with Otani, but we don't think it's possible to build a team around Otani. Um, again, I'm kind of skirting around this question here. Do we do do you think the Angels start looking at you know the trade market? This obviously helps out the Angels. There's so many things that that come out of these two massive yet you know really good deals for for the Angels. I think. So to start with the Shohei Otani thing, this does not help Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani's market was set by Aaron Judge getting forty million a year. So that's gonna be the the yes. bare, bare minimum. And you know, looking at what DeGrom has got and looking at what uh Verlander has got, that's gonna put Shohei in that forty five to fifty mil a year range. So I don't think the shortstop have have any correlation on Shohei Otani. But what I do think is we're seeing Years become more valuable than um, AAV, which I think is really, really helpful for the Angels. I don't think Dansby Swanson's the guy to go out and give an eight to nine, 10 year deal to. I do think Carlos Correa is the guy to give eight, nine, 10 year deal to. Honestly, if if Carlos Correa would do it right now, I'd give him 10 for 300. 
I know that scares the crap out of Angel fans because the 10 for 300 is the Albert Pujols deal, but he's three, almost four years younger than Albert Pujols was when Albert Pujols signed the deal. That means he... What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say, keep going. I would say we'll, we'll play a game after this. I want to see how okay. I want to see some. I was just going to say, like, you know, Carlos Correa, he's younger. He plays a position where you have to be more athletic. He plays a position, uh, a more premium position. And it's easier to move him around the diamond. Like, if if he gets a little bit slower, he can move to third base when Rendon's done. He can move to first base, possibly. He can move. Like, there are plenty of places for him to move. Like, he might even be able to move to a corner outfield spot because Mm -hmm. of his size. He's 6'5", and or six four, so with him with his age, he's the one guy that I would give a long term contract to. Um, I, I think the Xander Bogarts uh, signing was very irresponsible. Um, we've already seen that deal. Like we saw it with Albert Pujols, thirty one year old getting that kind of money that many years. It does not work out. Robinson Cano, he was also around that age. He also got a big contract. I think it was ten for three hundred as well. Um, we've seen that happen and it's a recipe for disaster. Um, I, I think the Padres are going to be great for, you know, two years. And then after that, it's going to be very tough for them to be competitive. The only thing that could help them is if Machado does leave, that would be the only thing that helps them because he can opt out and that would help them with the Soto, uh, signing it. It would also be able to move Xander to third base, but right now with where they're at, it's going to be really hard to move Xander. Um, that's the one thing that I like about Korea. Korea is going to be able to play shortstop until he's 34, 35 years old, I think. And by that time, uh, Rendon will be gone. He'll be able to move to third. And he might even be able to help a guy like Neto or um, Guzman or whoever the next shortstop is, Kyron, whatever it is. But I, I just think that if Korea would take 10 for 300 right now, like I, I would not even hesitate in getting that deal done. That would be done ASAP. I think it could be closer to 350, but if it's anywhere between 300 and 350, like I'm probably doing it for Carlos Correa and the 10 years does not scare me because the age is, you know, he's young enough where it's not really going to be an issue. He's not playing until he's 41 years old, um, at least in this contract. So I, I really would be pushing hard towards, trying to give him more years and, and give the AAV a little bit further down rather than how giving Swanson more years and hoping the AAV sales stays around that 20 to 25 range, because I think he's going to try and be like, well, Xander got that much. I deserve that much. What's your max on Carlos Correa? There you'd go. Are you saying 10 for 350? Like AAV wise, let's say that 35 years, the max. 35 is the max I'd go. I would not go. I would not go over thirty-five for the guy. Um, we just saw Judge get forty, which is great for Aaron Judge, but I don't know if that's even. That's that's a lot of money, man. Um, Ten for three fifty, right? Yeah. Oh, get. absolutely. I would. I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, I think that's the furthest I would go. If he no, wanted to would go, you go eleven for three eighty-five. I was going to say, if he wanted to go that extra year, I'd probably cut it down from 35 to like 33 a year um, just because I could. Um, Would you go 12 for 420? Those those that are who are doing the math, that I, is 35, 35 a year. I know. I, again, if I'm doing the 12, which gets him to 40 years old, I, I think I'm doing the same thing that, that um, 
I think San Diego did with Sander is giving him, if I'm giving him 12, I'm getting him down to 30 a year. Would you give him 30? Okay, then you give him 12, you give him that 12 for 30 a year. Would you give him 13 for 390, which is 13 for 30 a year? I'm staying at 12. 12 is the furthest I'd go. I'd keep him 40 years old. Um, and he's a, he's got a great birthday. Like it's September, I believe. So it's like, he's barely turning 40 into that contract. If I, if I remember correctly. Um, so, or he's barely turning 41. Like he, it's basically his age 40 year. So, um, I I'm sticking at 12. That's the furthest I would go. And the, if it's 10 years and I have to go to 35, I will. But the more years I add on after 10, the less I'm going to give him. I'm willing to go 12 for 420 for Carlos Cray. That's how bad I want a shortstop. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean it's going to happen or that you know it will happen. Um, I, I'm still going to stick with Dansby. I think that I, I've always been somebody that you have those superstar guys. Dansby's not a superstar, never has been, never will be. He kind of lines up with what the Angels are really truly looking for. I think, right, is that is is that playmaker, that guy who uh plays a role and knows his role. It's not he it's not to go out there and hit 40 home runs a year. It's not to go out there and, you know, win a win a platinum glove or anything like that. It's to go out there and be a shortstop and and you know, be a above average league shortstop, a top 10 shortstop in the league. Is that fair to say? Like, I think that that's kind of what the angels have really been missing. I think that's what Perry and and staff have really been hinting on is it's not necessarily building at the top. Like, yes, you can go get Carlos Correa and I'm not going to say no to that by any means, like more power to you. You know, if you want to go be, do what the Mets do and go sign this guy and, and build a super team, I'm all for it. You know, keep on producing down in the minors because you never know what's going to happen. The Angels thought they had a, a super team back in 2012, and now we're here again. Um, but, but you know, I, I just think that Dansby fits this mold a little bit better. It's 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 making the middle better and bringing that floor up a little bit rather than bringing the ceiling even higher. You know. So I'm not I'm not gonna say no. that's kind of this might sound stupid. I'm not gonna say no to Carlos Correa if the Angels sign to be like, oh, this wasn't the right guy by any means, because we know, you know, we, we, either one of these guys I think is the right guy. Um it's just what you want to go do. Do you want to go spend 20 to 25 a year um and go get a guy who knows his role and who's gonna be, you know, uh he, he's he's not gonna be anything special. He's gonna be an above average league league player and he's gonna be a uh, you know. Middle of the order bat, maybe probably a leadoff guy. I'd say, um, who's going to be a top ten shortstop every year? Or do you want to go get one of the best shortstops in baseball every year? So, and I don't think they're. I, I'd be, and, I'd be shocked if they go the trade deadline route. Trade route, should I say, not deadline, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, my one question is, will he be a top ten shortstop? Like that's that's been one of the reasons why I'm not a huge Swanson fan. Like, yeah, you'd like him to be in that top ten, especially if you're giving him twenty to twenty five. Like, I I'm counting right now, and I've got seven for sure that are better than him, and then I've got three that are in that same range as him. Honestly, like you have Correa, Seager, Lindor, Turner, Xander, Pena, and Bichette. Yeah, I don't know if I. I give you Pena because of what he did, but one year wonder type of thing. I know that That's I know fine, Swanson's coming off that too, but 
Swanson's a career what two fifty hitter with you know really a fifteen home run guy. This just got this just kind of proves the point of why the Angels need a shortstop though. I mean, you can you can point out Bobby Witt, you can point point out uh, Gunnar Henderson, like all these. Yeah. Like, I, every, I don't even I don't even have Gunnar Henderson on here on my list, and you don't even Bech- have Volpe, Bichette, Volpe. Yeah, all these kids. Bo's on, Bo's on here, yeah, but. So that's my thing is like, then you start getting into the, like the Javier Baez area. Then you start getting into the JP Crawford type of guy. I mean, not the Crawford's but it was great. Crawford's but... probably bottom half of that. Like, honestly. So yeah. are you counting that, Simeon? I don't count Simeon because he won't play shortstop ever um, unless Seager gets hurt and they have to move him. But I, I really was looking at it going, man, you, you start to get into that Javi Baez range. You start to get into that, Tommy Edmond range, the Willie Adamas range, and it's like, okay, is Willie Adamas better than Dansby Swanson? They're very similar guys. Like, honestly, you could say Willie Adamas might be a little bit better. You could say Swanson might be a little better, but like, that's that's the range you're getting at with Dansby Swanson. That's why I'm not a huge Dansby Swanson guy because you're getting into the range where it's like, one year Dansby Swanson could be shortstop 18, the next year he could be shortstop eight. But it's better than shortstop thirty or thirty-one. Oh, it absolutely, it absolutely <laughs> is. But if I'm paying twenty-five million dollars and he's shortstop eighteen, then then we're in trouble. But at least I know if I'm paying Correa thirty, thirty-five million, I know he's going to be in that top three. Like yeah, you'd like to hope says, so. No, in the I angles, know, but you never. But everyone just said that Carlos Correa had a terrible year. Dude just had a one forty WRC plus. I would love to have a guy where we say. Man, that guy was terrible this year. Mike oh Trout. man, he had a one forty WRC plus. Like darn, that's Mike, Trout. Mike Trout did that. We'd be saying that. So, um, yeah, I I agree. Like I said, you, you need to you need to get better at shortstop. End of story. I think the Angels are going to figure that out real real soon. Um, got anything else? Like I said, I mean, we got we have still have so much to talk about. We might drop more podcasts here over the weekend, and such like that. So we'll, we'll we will see how it goes. I'm not going to lie here for you guys. So much more to cover. We got draft coverage. We got uh, Rule Five, all that fun stuff. So Nate, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? No, what a fun week, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Angels do to to end this this off season. I know we still got about a month and a half before the angels have to really start to report. And honestly, it's not even going to be the angels reporting. It's going to be all the minor league kids because it looks like we've got about 10 to 12 guys trying to play on our WBC team. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. That'll, that'll be a blast. More and more names coming out for that. Um, Yeah. My final thought just saw Jansen junk throw 99 with plyo ball. So you're welcome for that guys. Um, As always, thank you so much for, I'm stirring the pot here. Thank you so much for uh, listening and watching this podcast here at talking halos. Uh, You can follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, check us out on talking halos.com for new articles and any podcast interviews that you wanted to go check out, go check it out there. Uh, You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate green 34 guys. And so much, thank you so much for listening. Have a great, rest of your day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.